From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Thursday, March 17th, 2022. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. The Ohio Supreme Court has again rejected maps that create new boundaries for Ohio House and Senate districts. Tino Ramos has more on what that means for the state. This was the third time the courts rejected efforts by the redistricting commission. So what's at stake? Well, it now puts the May primary in doubt, and it would take a vote by the legislature to move it. Until then, the court has ordered the Ohio redistricting commission to draw up a new set of maps now. Their deadline, March 28th. Until those maps are created, and solidified. Everything right now is up in the air. I'm Tino Ramos. Ohio's Democratic U.S. Senator Sherrod Brown spoke with ONN this morning about the Ohio Supreme Court again shooting down the redrawn state legislative district maps, likely causing a delay or a split of Ohio's primary scheduled for May 3rd. He says Republicans on the Ohio Redistricting Commission do not have fairness in mind. I've just never seen the arrogance of legislative leaders from the governor to the legislature and and what they're doing through this whole process, not caring at all what voters think, not caring at all what the courts think, not caring at all what the state looks like nationally with this kind of abuse of power. Brown served two terms as Ohio Secretary of State in the 80s and early 90s and was on the apportionment board that redrew districts. Shortly after Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky's speech to the U.S. House and Senate yesterday, Ohio lawmakers reacted to his call for aid. Andrew Kinsey has the details. Congressman Troy Balderson says that we need to send more help to Ukraine, but he says a no-fly zone goes too far. We need to get him the equipment that he needs, the missile defense systems, the jets, uh, so he can defend Ukraine. You saw the impactfulness of his message, and when that video played, the quietness that was over that room, you you could hear a pin drop. And it was incredible. I I was really pleased with how he addressed the members of Congress, but also um, the United States. Senator Rob Portman weighing in with a personal connection. He says during a recent trip to Poland, he heard the police directly from refugees to help them protect their loved ones. We need to be more creative and quickly in providing the Ukrainians what they need to protect themselves. This does mean anti-aircraft weapons. This does mean planes. This does mean drones. This does mean everything we can possibly do to protect a country that is under siege. I'm Andrew Kinsey. Governor Mike DeWine is facing a lot of criticism for signing a bill that would allow Ohioans to carry concealed firearms without a permit. Brittany Bailey has more. About half the states now have this provision, and this is, I think, consistent with uh, the United States Constitution. That's the response from Governor Mike DeWine after he signed the controversial constitutional carry law this week. The law allows any legal gun owner to carry a weapon without a permit. The NRA praised the move, but many law enforcement organizations and Democrats have condemned it. The law also means if you get pulled over, you don't have to tell an officer if you have a gun. This all comes nearly three years after this moment. Just a couple of months later, Governor DeWine rolled out the strong Ohio bill, which quickly fizzled out in the legislature. We're still asking the state legislature to take action on a bill that says that violent repeat offenders who commit most of the violent crime today, if they are in possession of a gun, the judge should have the ability to put them away for at least 10 years. That bill Governor DeWine mentioned there is House Bill 383. It was introduced last August and referred to committee in September. There has been no movement since then. I'm Brittany Bailey. 
It's St. Patrick's Day, and the Ohio State Highway Patrol is keeping an extra eye on the roads. Amy Steigerwald has more. Members of law enforcement are really encouraging everyone to drive cautiously today. This is typically one of the busiest holidays for troopers when it comes to OBI stops, even during the day. Now, just to give you an idea, in the past five years, 137 people have been injured on St. Patrick's Day in Ohio just because of an impaired driver, and unfortunately, eight of those people have died. So if you are celebrating, just make sure you're really making that plan for a designated driver ahead of time. Amy Sagerwald in downtown Toledo. U.S. Marshals say they've arrested a Cuyahoga County rape suspect who had been on the run for several years, but not before the man further attempted to flee. Clay Gordon reports. Court records show 47-year-old William Scott of Cleveland was originally indicted in 2017 for allegedly sexually assaulting a juvenile. Authorities had been searching for him ever since and finally found him yesterday in a Cleveland neighborhood. According to officials, Scott tried to run away when Marshall spotted him and in the process jumped out of a third-story window of an apartment complex. Despite this, he was apparently unhurt and taken into custody. I'm Clay Gordon. And an automation company celebrated the grand opening of its new facility in the Columbus suburb of Lewis Center yesterday. More from Brittany Bailey. ATS Industrial Automation will make machinery for General Motors' automated Ultium battery pack assembly lines. Now the goal is to add up to 100 jobs this year to meet demand. This is a place that you can be proud to work. We can be a part of that journey. We can build, we can grow, we can develop together. And we can have future employees. Governor Mike DeWine was a guest at his ribbon-cutting ceremony, and he took a spin in the new all-electric Hummer. The company plans to add another 300 to 500 new jobs by 2025. I'm Brittany Bailey. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.